this episode. And they really miss. It's called cold state. Nothing is at stake here. Tens of thousands of people packed in the stadium, all the weight of expectation, etc., etc. And so that's the hot state. And, so the processes uh, were cooked up in a cold state. Cold state. Yeah. And, and then they, when the hot state hit, it was like that didn't, didn't work. That doesn't work. You know. So I'd be wondering, like, for them, for the moments that really matter in in a business, you could tell this story to show, to introduce the idea. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, I'm Mark Schenk, and with me in the co-host chair, once again, is Rob Grundle. Welcome, Rob. Hi, Mark. Uh, great to be here. Uh, looking forward to what story we're talking about today. And it's a complete surprise to you because I've shared nothing about this. So here we go. So this is, I would love to be able to tell you the source of this story, but I can't. Uh, so maybe it's an apocryphal story, but it is useful. So in English football, uh, soccer, uh, and, and many people will cringe when I say the word soccer, because for, for most, uh, English football is the only football, and so you just say the word football. right? So <laughs> in English football, um, what happens at the end of a match if the match is tied, at, for, for example, if it's one of the big matches like the FA Cup final, if the match is tied, they have extra time. And if it's still tied, the match is decided by a penalty shootout. So each team gets to have five penalty shots and the team that gets the most wins. And you just basically keep going until somebody wins. And one of the coaches of uh, one of the Premier League soccer teams, he realised that at the, end of a, uh, at the end of an FA Cup and at the end of extra time, it's a very different thing to be shooting goals, shooting penalty goals, than if you do it at training. And he realised that when they practice penalty goals, oh, and by the way, it's really amazing how many penalty shots are missed uh, in those shootouts because um, they practice them a lot. And he realised that one of the reasons why they're missed all the time is that they practice the penalties, hitting penalties at training like on a cold evening, at the end of a training session, there's no one in the stands. Everybody's just kind of standing around having a chat and just taking turns to have pot shots at the goal. And they really miss. It's called cold state. Nothing is at stake here. They're under no pressure. And so they just, and they get it most of the time. And yet at the end of at an FA Cup, they've been running around for 90 minutes. Then they've got an extra 10 minutes. They're exhausted. But not only that, there's tens of thousands of people packed in the stadium, all the weight of expectation, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's the hot state. And so uh, what he did is he, he got his team uh, at the end of uh, home games, he asked the crowd to stay behind. So it's the end of a match, doesn't matter whether they won or they lost or they drew. At the end of the match, he would ask the crowd to stay behind and he would encourage the crowd to act as if this is the FA Cup final. And uh, then he would make the players practice taking their shots. And for me, it was a great illustration of the very different states that we find ourselves in and how often we make the mistake of making decisions based on the cold state that don't apply when, when the stakes are high uh, in, the real, in real life. Good story. 
what I really like about that, um, and I'm sure you've, uh, you and Sean have made lots of comments about sports stories, but I can picture all of it. I can picture the training session. I can picture, um, you know, I can picture this uh, gloomy <laughs> uh, field late at night with the light shining down and them practicing their penalty, you know, and then they're all going in, they're having a laugh. It's very uh, convivial, you know. Um, and then I can picture, uh, I can picture the pressure of, you know, and I've seen them, right? I think probably everyone's probably seen them, whether you like soccer or not, whether you're into it or not, you will have seen probably a penalty shootout and, and you'll understand instinctively what's at stake. You know, soccer is such a low scoring game. And so that one goal, you know, is, is makes such a big difference. And so um, you're using, so I love how you're using these words, hot and cold state. And um, those things have an emotional reaction because of the stakes, the low stakes of the training session. And, you know, I understand I, I've been in a pub full of people with a penalty shootout before, you know, with, uh, yeah. you know, in the country. And so I understand the emotion what what's behind uh, a hot state. So I really, uh, so everything is so visual. Um, and then, so then the example the surprise then, you know, of then this coach asking the fans to stay behind um, is then also really clear. It's, um, yeah, very visual. So that's one thing I really like about that story. Yeah, and the I, I would love, I've been searching, trying to find the origin of that story, uh, unsuccess, unsuccessful so far. I know one of our former uh, colleagues, uh, Kevin Bishop, uh, talked about that story, but I haven't been able to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that it's got so many parallels for business. Yes. And I heard one just just this morning. I was listening. I've been coaching uh, one of the government departments uh, in in Canberra, and I heard it was. And in fact, it was a very cool thing. I was coaching uh, somebody who was interviewing uh, a, a, a panelist, and the interviewer as coach told a personal experience about this particular issue. And then the, the panelist responded with a story of their own, which is a really cool thing. When you tell a story, you know, you've established a, a connection when they immediately reply with the story. And the story she told was the same uh, uh, in the same vein. She said she was working in the, um, in the, in the, the, the customs department uh, uh, around uh, the quarantine service. So making sure that uh, illegal goods, you know, stuff that should be quarantined doesn't get into the country. She said, I've just arrived home. It's uh, from overseas uh, into uh, Melbourne airport and three flights had arrived at the same time. So the arrivals hall is hundreds and hundreds of people all trying to get their bags, all trying to get out. And uh, it was very early in the morning. It's like 6am. And as she was going through the, uh, the, the quarantine process, she, she saw one of the quarantine people and she went oh, and she asked him a question, you know, like she wanted to, to know, or, and of course she's from headquarters in Canberra where they make all the rules. And she said, I wanted to talk to one of the, uh, one of the guys at the front line and find out how they're doing. So I said, Hey, how are you finding all the processes and stuff? And she said, I was shocked because this guy just said, well, we don't like them. We hardly follow them. They're almost impossible to follow. Mm. And she's like, well, what do you mean? We've put a lot of time into it. He goes, well, that's all very well and good. But you know, uh, you know, this particular process, if this situation occurs, I'm required to stop processing 
and go and make a phone call to Canberra and get approval from Canberra or get clearance from Canberra about the next step in the process. And he said, and that happened five minutes ago. And just look around you, right? The thousands of people no way. trying to get out. He's going, no way. There's no, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, it, it. It just doesn't work. And, so the processes uh, were cooked up in a cold state. Cold state. Yeah. And, and then they, when the hot state hit, it was like, that didn't, didn't work. That doesn't work. Yeah. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And I, I guess I was attuned to it because I was thinking about this particular story to use in the, uh, in the podcast today. That's amazing. So another little parallel about how you might use that. All right. So how might we use that story in a business setting? What are your thoughts? Well, so often, like I even think about... Uh, the like the the story competitions that we run in you know story powered sales and how they're uh, essentially a preparation for a sales meeting you know how how often people will uh, when they're preparing for something within um, uh, their work they'll just be doing it kind of casually it's you know it's, it's again it's that Friday night training situation there's donuts on the table there's all the time in the world or maybe there's no time in the world. Uh, but certainly nothing like game conditions are afoot, like whether you're giving a high-stakes presentation, planning a sales meeting, anything like that. Um, so I was thinking about a story competition where, you know, there's, there's, there's pressure to tell the story, there's um, executives observing, you know, so I'd be wondering, like, for, them, for the moments that really matter in, in a business, you could tell this story to show, to introduce the idea that perhaps uh, it'd be useful to have some hot state environments to actually um, simulate, um, uh, you know, game conditions for any kind of preparation for anything like a sales meeting, for a presentation, any of those kinds of things. Yeah, like raising awareness of the the, the vast difference. Yes. Uh, in 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 setting in context and yep. and emotional state yep. between the hot and the cold state. And, yeah, and, and so, that, you'd fin- you could, so you could you could finish different. that story of like, so how do we create a hot state for? This right. Meeting. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we're about to go and uh, run this uh, this really important stakeholder engagement. How do we create a hot state and 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 get yeah. really prepared for it? Yeah. 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 Love it. And there's another thing about story as well, which is um, uh, the creation of a hot state isn't actually easy. Um, it takes time. It takes preparation. It takes some commitment. It takes some sacrifice. It's not. The, it, it's seldom the easiest thing to do. Um, and so, you know, this coach asking for the fans to stay behind, asking for the team who, especially if they've won, hey, guys, or I don't know, either way, right? Stay on the pitch. You know, you feel like you've already done your job for the day. But no, now we're also going to do this. Um, uh, it also introduces the idea that hot state might take a bit more time or a bit more sacrifice to actually get it done, but that it will be worth it. Yeah. And, and I also... Uh another potential application is that you often get situations where people are being critical, you know, the critic in the audience. And it's perfectly easy for them to sit there and be critical because they're totally cold state. They have nothing at stake, mm. nothing at stake, but there's a person at the front of the room. Yeah. Everything is it. Well, not everything, but there's a lot at stake. Yeah. And so the person at the front of the room is in a hot state, the person who's sitting there evaluating or critiquing, failing to appreciate, that it's a it's a completely different experience for the person at the front of the room, so just being aware of the difference um, in facilitation as well. I used to do uh, lots of facilitation uh, for leadership programs, and we always had two facilitators. 
primarily because of the hot state, cold state thing. One facilitator is at the front of the room in the hot state. Mm -hmm. There's another facilitator who is cold state, back, taking it in, able to, you know, and you're at the front of the room, someone asks, sorry, if you're the facilitator in the hot state, then someone asks you a question and you go, oh, yeah, you know, you're trying to, but you've got time on your mind and rah, rah, and you might, and the facilitator in the cold state has the opportunity to go, I don't think we quite answered that one, Gary. Let me have a go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And and so you get uh, benefits by having an appreciation of those two states and you can respond differently. And uh, it's a great, you know, the person in the cold state can be a terrific support. Um, the I think, and I mean, it's, it'd be interesting even exploring like um, the initial skills for actually getting you to be able to kick a penalty goal. You wouldn't train those in the hot state. You know, it's, it's actually very specific. So I think even just having the conversation of the story doesn't say um, everything should be trained in the hot state, but certain things should be. Nice. It's yeah. the, yeah, those really high stakes things like yep. the penalty, the one kick. That's it. That could decide the outcome of an entire season. We do all the rest of our kicking practice in the cold state, but for this, for the high stakes moment, we need to be able to simulate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, okay. Any other potential business applications for that story? And nothing springing to mind for me. No, I'm I'm curious about, um, you know, the, the coach doing that, or um, there could be even something, like I'm thinking about, he's asking the fans to stay behind to do something. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if there's another, if there's some other application of a leader asking their people to do something, and even, and uh, for the for the sake of other people, you know, uh, we need we need you to do something. Um, this might seem like a waste of time to you, but this really means something to us. Yeah, I've, and you could use that story to, to yeah. illustrate that. You probably tell it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. but and, and maybe a little bit quicker, um, but it, it has that potential as well. Yeah. And that raises another potential one, which is that uh, thinking creatively, yeah, about the importance of think outside the box, yeah, because or even or even what do you have? What do you have to use that you can use to your advantage? Yeah, and so yeah, exactly. When you're designing something, have both minds, both states in mind when you're doing it, the cold state and the hot state. Yes, and there might be if you if you think what's the hot state you know uh, situation. Maybe you're going to make different decisions about how you proceed. Yeah. All right. Nice. Like that. Nice. I like that. All right. So um, I told the story, Rob. So you get to give the first rating. I'm going to give it two ratings, and 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 one is uh, one is for the story as it is, and one is if we could find the origin of it. I think. Okay. If I could find out which club it was and when it was, I th- and what the, maybe what the results was, um, so as it is, I would give it um, again. Um, I would give it a seven, probably, um, as it is. Again, it's a really good story. Um, as you said at the start, Mark, it, it might be apocryphal, but it has. It's just good, right? It it, it does the job um, without those details. Um, I feel like if we could find out more about it. Um, I think that score would be pushed up to, yeah, yeah, that's to an right. age or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and so I'm I really like that story, and I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, nice. And and 
part of my, I, I now somehow feel that I need to justify that. But uh, <laughs> I do remember thinking how valuable that's, that concept, hot state and cold state was during joint facilitation and, and how yes. we used it all the time as a way of thinking about our different roles and how we can support each other and get the best outcome for the people in the room. Yes. So, cool. Well, Rob, thanks so much for joining us in the co-host chair. And uh, you may well be uh, joining us again a lot over the next few months as Sean and I uh, alternate our time in the, uh, in the US. This is a hot state. I'm always happy to be in. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening in. And of course, join us next week for another edition of How to Put Your Stories to Work. Bye for now. Anecdotally Speaking was engineered by Dave Stokes from Author to Audio.